Detroit had been a mistake, but leaving wasn't easy. Without even the bucks for a bus fare, he was stuck here. But Detroit had no work, not even for educated people, clean people, normals. And winters were colder than in Illinois, he'd heard, though he couldn't imagine anything colder than that. He'd almost died there. Jake didn't want to die, not until he knew for certain he'd be joining Mama, not until he turned it all around, did enough good things to rub out all the bad. Hunger pangs tightened his gut as he neared the corner of Mac and South Thomas. He had protein bars in his pack that he'd been saving. No point keeping them now, he figured. The zipper was between his thumb and forefinger when a woman screamed. Probably someone arguing with her boyfriend. That kind of bullshit happened all the time. Better to stay out of it. But a flash of movement at the edge of an alleyway down South Thomas made him pause. Had he really seen that? A woman's shoes kicking and jerking around, disappearing backwards. Someone was dragging her into the lane. He broke into a run. He dropped his pack by a handbag where it lay outside the alley, its contents bleeding onto the sidewalk. A young guy was coming around from the front of the apartments, and he shouted a question at Jake. Jake ignored it as he swung into the alley. A man dressed in sweats and a hoodie was grappling with a woman in the loose-fitting clothes of hospital staff. He had her next to a van, grunting curses and trying to get a leg up behind him so he could pull her inside. She shrieked again, her shoes scratched against the cement as she tried to get purchase. A second man began climbing from the van just as Jake arrived. Jake's shoulder hit the driver's door, smashing it into the driver's face. He skidded to a stop by the woman and launched a flurry of punches at her startled attacker, striking arm, ribs, and ear. The woman fell, connecting hard with the road. The guy also toppled back, swearing, legs flailing as he disappeared into the van. As Jake reached to pull the woman up, the second man barreled into him. Arms wrapped around Jake's shoulders, the driver rode Jake into the ground. They landed hard and rolled free of each other. Spitting and cussing, the guy rose to his feet, nose gushing blood, and pulled a short, nasty blade from the back of his shorts. Jake put a little more distance between them, moving across to guard the woman's retreat as she scuttled away. The punk danced sideways and waved the blade as he sized Jake up, pressing his other sleeve against his nose. He jerked his head as if asking Jake to step aside, but the next instant he was moving, blade whipping toward Jake's gut. Gwen scurried away from the van. After a few yards, she got to her feet hands stinging where her fall had scraped flesh from her palms. A young guy was standing at the corner where she'd come from, his cell phone out, videoing. She moved backwards until she stood by him. The man who'd rescued her was dressed in a button-down shirt and grimy denims, his long hair wild, his shoulders hunched and tight with aggression. His opponent was half his size, dressed in a thin hoodie shirt and cargo shorts. A blade appeared in his fist. Call the cops, she snapped at the guy with the phone. Light flashed from the knife as it lashed out. Gwen gasped. With reflexes just short of miraculous, the stranger caught his attacker's wrist and wrenched it sideways. Gwen heard a pop. 
dorsal radiocarpal ligament, she thought automatically. Yanked forward, the scrawny guy stumbled into the stranger's chest, bounced back and swayed on his feet. He stared wide-eyed at his hand. Pain's yet to register. She hoped when it did, it would be the most excruciating thing the brutal little shit had ever felt. Then the stranger drove his fist into the driver's gut, folding him like a cheap tent. The blade clattered to the sidewalk. The stranger took a couple of steps backward, his focus on the downed man. Gwen felt a ridiculous urge to cheer. Instead, she gasped in shock when the man who'd grabbed her appeared at the wheel of the van and started it. She and the cell phone guy had just enough time to scramble out of its way as it careened out of the alley and down South Thomas.